1: And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
0: From the offices of Create and Cultivate, I'm Jacqueline Johnson, and this is Work Party, a podcast for women who are redefining the meaning of work on their own terms. This season, we're bringing in leading female powerhouses to take a deep dive into the topics that matter most to you. Technology, money, marketing, entrepreneurship, you name it, we're covering it all. Tune in every Wednesday for career, real talk, and BS free advice from the best in the biz. Ready to create and cultivate the career of your dreams? Well, welcome to Work Party, the podcast. Hi guys, welcome to a special episode of Work Party, the podcast, COVID-19 edition. Um, we've been spending a lot of time here at the Create and Cultivate headquarters discussing how we can best show up for our community during this time. As you guys know, community is at our core and connecting with others through our kind of experiences is what we love to do and that along with many other things is currently on hold. While the world has changed, our mission has not. We're committed to helping women create and cultivate the career of their dreams, which is why we wanted to host this special episode, to get the information and the questions that we're seeing pop up out in the world and provide more information and resources. As part of that, we've launched an Ask an Expert series on our Instagram if you guys have been t- tuning in, we have different experts throughout the day sharing their tips and strategies on how to get through this uncertain time. The information has been incredible, and we wanted to put it out on another one of Create and Cultivate's channels um, on the podcast here. So today, we are going to chat through some of the, the expert topics that we've gone through, and I'm here with our editorial director, Sasha Striebe, Uh, and we're going to kind of just have a conversation, Sash.
1: Yeah, let's get into so, it. Yeah, go ahead if you want to kick it off. Yeah, great. So, the Ask an Exit series has really been a way for us to further connect with the community and really get these experts into our channels and make sure that they're really having an opportunity to get one on one with you guys. And this is something that we're super excited about. And, you know, it's an extra way that we're providing additional resources. We always do on our blog and podcast and through our events. But this is another way that we can really get intimate with you guys. So the first advisor that we had was a financial advisor. And she was talking to us about how we can support small business right now. And I know that a huge part of our community, Jacqueline, is small business. And Kristen Merrick really provided some incredible resources in her Ask an Expert series. Um, we did a blog post around this and it has been one of the top performing stories that we've seen, I think, this year. I have seen a lot of people really reaching out about money advice and how to support their small business right now. So let's go through some of the tips that she discussed that we put into our blog post as well. Um, she was talking about you know taking stock of some subscription services. So This is really just another way of thinking about budgeting, cutting things out that just make no sense anymore. Things that you don't use like your Hulu, your magazine subscriptions, apps, anything that you think you can cancel right now that don't really serve you, I think is a great thing to consider and think about cutting back on. Um, I know that starting a savings account um, is something that she also suggested, which is really smart advice. I know it's something that we, you know, don't always think about when times are great is an emergency fund, but she really, really was kind of like, this is a time for us to think about where our spendings, all our outgoings, putting it down, writing the list and thinking about how you can start putting money away. I think it's something that's tricky for people to think about right now, but if there's any kind of money that you can put away, it's really important. I know in your conversation this week with Sally Krocek, who's the co-founder and CEO of Elevest, she mentioned a general rule of thumb for emergency funds, which I'd love to run through, which I think was really, really helpful and practical. So I think a lot of us really struggle with thinking about putting money away and saving money. Um, she mentioned 50% of every paycheck should go toward paying for things you need. So those are things that never move their rent, utilities, car insurance, all of those things that you know you have to pay and aren't really going to change. And then 30% should go toward fun. So things that really bring you joy. And I really love this because I think, you know, we don't often think about the fun part of it and budgeting never really feels like fun. You know, savings doesn't feel like fun, but this is a way for you to really go, okay, 30% of my... Outgoing paycheck can go towards things that make me feel good, you know, like a workout class or whatever it is that brings you joy. And then 20% should go towards the future you, your emergency fund, your 401k, your IRA. So yeah, Yeah. I
0: think that's something to keep in mind. And so I think like right now, you know, with what we like where we're seeing things kind of come into play. One, the subscription service, I think is absolutely key i mean i've paused my rental runway account i've you know david and i have both had netflix accounts forever we finally canceled that spotify you know for create cultivate we use that for our events like we're having no events we're putting that on pause right now you know those are little little baby things and obviously people are dealing with really major um things as well but these are just good ways to start and i think sally's advice was amazing absolutely the 50 percent you know, must have thirty percent fund twenty percent future. You, I think, right now taking that thirty percent to supplement that paycheck, you know, that you were getting or are getting or is getting cut right now is really important. And kind of just saving and and really being strategic about you know money to set up you know runway, which I know everyone talks a lot about, is like having this runway. And I think that's what we're starting to see right now happen is that. Small businesses, you know, I think most people plan for three months of runway, typically, you know, and I think, uh, you know, that's that's something that in normal circumstances would serve you well. In these circumstances where there's no end in sight, really, and you know things are really uncertain and up in the air, I think that's where the struggle really, really happens. And I think that runway's always been for slow months, not months where there's absolutely zero business um, happening. So this is a whole new. A whole new world, I think, for everyone, um, you know, that we're sort of dealing with. But also, you know, I think from the financial side of things, you know, some of her other tips, you know, creating a budget, thinking about your fixed costs, you know, pulling up your credit card statements, trying to figure out where you're spending money. I think that, I mean, we all have a lot of downtime right now. This is all really essential to, you know, being really smart about where you're spending your money right now. Um, and then on the flip side of that, I would just say I think for people who have money saved, who are in a good position, um, you know, really be spending with small businesses right now. I think that's so important. I think um, we have to keep the economy going in some way, shape, or form. And I think like if you've enjoyed services at, at a space that's closed right now, if you've enjoyed food at a place that's now closed, you know, trying to to spend money with them right now I think is so important. Whether it's in the form of a gift card. Um, or a future gift for someone or
1: something like that. Yeah, absolutely. And sending a tip if you would normally, sending a tip via Venmo or things like that to hairdressers and you know people that you use throughout the month is also really great advice that Kristen had. And we, we put a whole list on the blog as well of different ways that you can support small businesses because that's obviously the backbone of our economy right now. And I know a lot of them are really struggling and a lot of them have been furloughed or... Um, laid off as well. So it's a great time for us to really think about those people and, you know, to make sure that there are businesses to come back to and for us to enjoy when, you know, all of this comes to a close and when we're out of quarantine, which, um, you know, we don't know right now, but it's something for us to think about.
0: Absolutely. So our next expert was a lawyer,
1: right? Yes. So Jamie Lieberman came on and a lot of people were really come to us asking about contracts, how do we get out of them? What clauses should we include in them? And force majeure was one that was a real hot topic. I know it's something that really was close to uh, creating cultivates heart as well. We we had a lot of issues with force majeure when you have events and things like that. It's like, okay, what does this clause mean? And you know, how can we kind of address it when it, you know, the clause is raised. So I think the first thing's the first is to really think about what is a force majeure clause. And she really went into a great lot of detail here. Um, you know, basically it's a clause that's written into many contracts and it allows a contract to be canceled or postponed due to impossibility performance. And that really is things that are caused like natural disasters, strikes, riots, or acts of God. And so the question, Jacqueline, is like, what, Is an act of God and is COVID-19 or a pandemic considered an act of God?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I think everyone has these in their contracts, never looks at them, never cares about them. Um, And now all of a sudden we're like, oh, I need to know everything about this. But basically, what's happening is a couple different things. So um, if you have contracts with clients, things of that nature. Most of this is falling into the physical and IRL realm. So if you have like digital services that you're providing for someone, then you can still do those. You should be absolutely fine. But what's starting to happen, and this is what's a little scary right now, is it's a money grab. Small businesses are scared. People are scared. And people are trying to pull back all the money they can that they had in contracts. Um, Because, you know, frankly, they want to keep it in their their bank and they want to have that cushion and that that stability. Uh, that being said, this is why contracts are put into place in the first place is to protect the people in those contracts from things like this. So, so it's challenging. It's a, it's a part emotional human piece and it's a part you know contractual legal piece. Um, and I think right now we're, we're really in the thick of that. So first act of God, natural disaster, hurricanes, floods, tornadoes, pandemic is kind of on the cusp of that. It's not necessarily, I think, considered it really is it's it's for interpretation. So I think at this time, you know, what it does allow for though is postponement. So it gives you time to regroup, redo something. And that's sort of what we're seeing with South by Southwest is they're trying to postpone it and figure out a new date. That's what Coachella did. They postponed till October. So technically they're still good in those contracts, depending on the way those were written. So I think that it's really important. Um, we're really seeing the importance of these contracts right now, and getting those contracts signed and getting yourself protected. Um, but also, you know, being cognizant of what's really happening in the world right now. I mean, people are losing lots of money, people are losing jobs, you know, and I think it's, it's no one could have predicted this. And so I think there's like a part human element and a part contractual element that everyone is sort of up against right now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think if you can't perform your contract, you know, having a conversation with the client, just trying to get into a negotiation conversation, and making sure that you can postpone it um, rather than cancel it and lose money.
0: Absolutely. And so our next expert was actually my business coach, Gretchen Jones, who's amazing. Um, and her session was on building a business strategy for tough times and understanding the needs of your business during during a crisis. Um, Sosh, do you want to talk a little bit about her session?
1: Yeah, I think in a time of crisis, you know, businesses are really put to the test. Everyone's feeling it. No one is getting out of this without having some kind of impact. Um, Supply chains are disrupted, profit margins, you know, everything. Um, And COVID crisis is really kind of making us reel back and take a look and take stock of everything, you know, within our business and making sure that we pivot. Um, in response, and I think it's something that we've done, you know, very quickly at create and cultivate is really pivot to digital. Even with its Ask an Expert series, we've been able to respond to these uncertain times and make sure that we're acting quickly. And that's something that Gretchen was really kind of honing in on. Now is the time to be swift, not reactive um so she's really kind of saying to us you know let's have a look at where our business is right now and how we can dig in deeper and really address the things that we haven't had time to previously in our business cuz we were too busy and really thinking about how we can be proactive right now and think about our business goals and hit the ground running when things get back to normal Um, And I think that's really great advice for a lot of people who are experiencing a slowdown or, uh, you know, kind of struggling in their business right now because it's closed. It's like looking at initiatives and different opportunities within the business that they can then dive into and take time right now to think about how they can hit the ground running as soon as everything goes back to normal. Um, So I think that that was really, really great advice. Um, As a small business owner, Jacqueline, I know there are areas that you're diving into the business right now as well. Um, Can you hit on anything that you've been, you know, thinking about right now that you didn't have time for before?
0: For sure. I mean, there's so many different things. I think for us, I said, you know, the things that were previously on the back burner are now front of stove. And I think, you know, we've had a lot of ideas and things we've been wanting to do. And like now we're full steam ahead on all those different ideas. But I think what's been really important for us, and I think that is important for all small business owners, is about two years ago, we really started to diversify our revenue stream. So launching the podcast, launching the book, launching the product lines, all were really key to one, growing the brand and the business and all that kind of fun stuff, but also create revenue that wasn't really reliant on just events and I think that was something I mean again not knowing any of this was gonna happen but I think that was something that I've always been really focused on personally and professionally is diversified revenue streams to make sure that not all your eggs are in one basket so that if something happens you know you're not reliant on just that that being said of course events were a massive part of our business so that's not easy um, right now but we are lucky in that we can pivot and grow and do that. Quickly and focus on it, and we have the teams in place that you know we're excited to uh, make that transition and bring to life what we do offline, online, um, really quickly. So I think just in terms of thinking about your business, like I, I've seen some really, really amazing pivots. So you know, there's this woman who runs a cookie company who you know sells cookies and has brick and mortars, which is not something that's doing well right now. So she basically is like, we're making make-your-own-cookie-at-home kits and you can buy them. No contact, you know, bring it out to your car. Um, And and kind of just quick thinking on that. East Olivia is a good example of floral company that specializes in experiential florals, pivoting to on-demand deliveries uh, for people, you know, at home who want flowers in their house. I think there's been so many good examples of people who have been able to kind of transition in this time period And it's not easy. It's not easy. It's it's hard. It's time consuming, and and it's just one of those things where you don't know when you're going to pivot back to what you were doing. So I think it's important to you know constantly. I always say, as the CEO, my job is always to think about worst case scenario. I definitely never thought about this, but i think thought of things close to this, where you know what could be the worst possible thing that happens, and how would we be able to tackle it and move forward. Um, And I think that mentality. Um, As depressing as it can be is really important to have as you're building and growing your company and thinking through, you know, how do we keep making money in new and innovative ways. And so I I think that's where everyone's kind of finding themselves right now. And I think, you know, we'll see more amazing pivots, I'm sure. Um, and then our last expert was with Sonia Rusula from Unique Markets and her session was specifically on how to unite a remote team, um, which yeah. I know has been, you know, we've all been remote. We're doing this via, you know, Zoom right now. But, you know, I personally like enjoy working from home every now and then, and I get really productive and get things done, but being home every day is definitely making me crazy. So can you give us some of her tips? on what
1: you said. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And I think for a lot of us, what I've been seeing too from our community is that work and life has really blended into one. Like we're working from home every day now. So it feels like there's no real cutoff. There's no morning, you know, there's no evening. It's like work just keeps going through. Um, It's really hard to disconnect and to stay motivated. And I think for a lot of people who aren't used to working from home, it is a huge transition. And for leaders like yourself to adjust to managing a remote team is is you know a, a real tricky thing to navigate initially. And so it does take one thing Sonia mentioned was you know implementing structure and making sure that you have daily meetings. And so that's something we've implemented at Create Cultivate is making sure that we have daily meetings, we have check-ins. Um, you know, really check-ins are now more important than ever as a manager. They always are, you know, obviously those face-to-face meetings. So making sure that you're now implementing a zoom version or a FaceTime or a Google hangout, or, you know, just getting on the phone and making sure that that person is also available, um, as a manager or a leader for an emotional check-in. It's not always necessarily something that you want to check in just to see how they're going with their work. Obviously that's really important without micromanaging, Um, and making people still feel like they have independence. But, you know, it's also a way she was mentioning, you know, to make sure that you're communicating with them, that you have this kind of water cooler system for your team. Um, And, you know, a Slack channel that's really fun that, you know, allows people to have some kind of social human connection beyond work, which I think is super, super important right now where everyone is feeling, uh, you know, a heightened level of anxiety with the world and the news that's kind of telling us all of these terrible things every day. So I think that's a really great way and a great tip as a leader to really kind of unite a team remotely Um, and just being positive and optimistic and real about everything that's going on. Um, She's, she was talking through, you know, being completely transparent, even as a leader, like showing your emotions, how you're feeling and how you're hurting as well. I think to show that you're not a robot, you're a human being, and we're all in this together and we're all freaking out, but trying to maintain some kind of element of calm as well for your team. So it's kind of, Figuring out the balance there, that there is this positive and optimistic element to you know, your leadership style, but also saying, Hey, I'm human too, and this is impacting me as well. And that, you know, I'm trying to see the silver lining and keep keeping the light on, lights on of the business and making sure that things are still running smoothly, but also you know, being honest about the fact that, you know, things are not always great right now and we're doing the best that we can. So recognizing that there is that balance, that there's this really hard thing that we're trying to get through that we have no idea is going to end or what's going to happen. But, you know, also being strong and calm and cool and allowing your team to know that you're the leader and you're going to get them through this. And I think that's something that you've done really well too, Jacqueline, is making sure that all of us, as a team, from your perspective, you know, we understand that yes, this is a trying time and we've got to find, you know, different ways to pivot the business, but we're all in this together. And, um, you know, we're, we're here doing it together as well as a company and as, as individual people.
0: Well, thank you um <laughs> that's so nice to hear yeah I, mean, I think like i'm naturally an optimist like i always gravitate towards opportunity and excitement and and what's next and what's next and what's next and i that's just how i am i'm also like on the other side like a financial realist like i'm very conservative with money i'm very like specific i like want to make sure we're set up i never like to gamble or put things on credit and like Hope for the best, so it's kind of mm-hmm. a good combination. I feel like during this time of being like, oh my god, need to like be so on top of this and like you know make sure you know this is all coming in. But at the same time, thinking like, okay, well, you know, we all have to understand that like you know, and even Sally said this. Like we've gotten through every major financial and economic crisis. Ever, you know, whether it's the depression or war or whatever it is or 9/11, like we've all bounced back, and I think this is this is bad, this is something new, but I think it's also like we are resilient people and people want to see people, touch things, be a part of community, get out of their house. I mean, um, I think that hopefully, as Sally said, one of the things she was mentioning, Sally Krochak was. You know, this, a lot of economic forecasters are saying this is either going to be like a, a U where it's like a longer thing and then maybe we see a bounce back or it's a V and it's like, this is a major dip and then a major spike. And my hope is it's a V. And I think that's really going to be contingent on once this is sort of fading out um, and hopefully there's, you know, a solution or something that comes out of it you know, we all go back to spending money, participating, eating at restaurants, going to events, going to concerts, buying from our favorite local small businesses, and that we all, you know, kind of get back to our regular life with a new perspective, I think. Um, but I think that's that's the hope and the goal here, you know, because I just think about all the time, you know, people who were just launching their business or just signing that first term sheet you know, people who are having kids right now, like, like all these monumental moments that are just overshadowed by this like insane thing that's happening. Um, but, you know, I think it's really important that we all keep somewhat of a positive, a positive outlook. Just for you, I mean, I'm just curious. I know we've been doing a lot. You're, you're a mom um, and like working yeah. from home. With, I feel like it's been a, a kind of a wild, wild thing to watch. But what tips do you have for moms working from home with kids?
1: Yeah. like it's the wild, wild west. And I've been chatting with a lot of my friends recently who have even smaller kids than me. So my son's almost 12, but you know, that in itself, he's, they're saying they're not sure when kids are going to go back to school. So I've had a lot of communication with his teacher and kind of managing his homeschooling. So trying to set up a plan just as we're trying to implement structure for working from home for ourselves, I'm trying to implement something like that. That's similar to a school routine for him. And having him sit down and, and setting those times to make sure that he's like, okay, 9am is when I do my reading, um, all of those things. And the teacher has actually sent through a more structured, I think the schools were still scrambling as well. So it was one of those things where we're scrambling from a business perspective and the schools are also scrambling because they're like, we don't have an online system that's set up for schooling yet. You know, he's finishing his elementary school soon and going into middle school after summer. So I am also mindful of making sure that he doesn't fall behind during this time too. So just trying to figure that out. I think a lot of um our mom friends are getting together and just having Zoom chats together, making sure we stay connected, um, really sharing advice and you know making sure that we're there for each other. So I know Denise Vasi, who's a friendly of the Create and Cultivate community. She just took the kids out with her husband for a drive in the car. Like they hadn't been out of the house (laughs) for 10 or 11 days and she's got really small kids. So it's like, you know, we just went for a drive, the windows down, said hi to friends from the street through the car. Um, And, you know, just keeping in touch with each other and making sure we do things like that. You know, she's lucky to have an outside area. I think for me and Neon, my son, it's like just taking the dog for a simple walk outside and making Mm -hmm. sure we get fresh air and, being optimistic as a parent, I think is really important right now. I think where we noticed we were talking too much about what was happening, um, and too much about work. And then we just had to find a way to just cut off at, you know, six thirty and go, okay, let's phones down. Let's focus on making dinner together and having a chat and a conversation and trying to bring some normalcy into this situation.
0: Yeah. Someone posted a meme that was like, I understand my dogs get so excited for walks now. <laughs> Super dark, so but excited. <laughs> it's so true. It's like God, who knew, like just taking a drive around the block would be like the most exciting thing to happen. Um, well, thank you so yes, much, please. Sasha. Uh, we hope we you guys found this informative. Please check into what we're doing on at Create Cultivate Socials. Uh, we have live sessions. We're doing roundtables, all sorts of amazing stuff. We also have a COVID nineteen content hub. So if you head to the site. All the sort of stories and information and advice we're getting, we are putting into one area that's easy to find. Um, Stay safe and work hard and party on. Thanks, guys. Have you bought your copy of Work Party the Book? Part career manifesto, part practical business advice, Work Party the Book is everything I wish I knew during my early years as an entrepreneur. The ups, the downs, the things I learned and the women that helped me to make it happen. Just like in our podcast, Work Party the Book does not shy away from the nitty-gritty details you need to know. If you hope to start your own business or become the HBIC at your current gig, we're here to help you out. Available in hardcover and audiobook on Amazon, also on iBooks at Target and your local bookstore. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Work Party, the podcast. If you felt inspired and learned something new, let us know in a review on iTunes and check us out on social at WorkParty. For every episode, we have downloadable resources available on WorkParty.com, so you can put these tips and tools into action for your own business. Thanks again for listening, and as always, work hard, party on.